0: FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White for Arden Roof Systems. There's more to your roof than just
1: shingles. It's got to come out. Hello.
2: Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang,
3: bang, bang, bang. Here we go.
1: And like we were just talking with Doug from the food bank, the yeah. Metallica tickets are still up for grabs. We just need a food bank donation. Weekend passes. Um, we're open till five, so our office hours Monday to Friday are eight thirty to five. But if we're on the air, we'll send Jimmy down to grab whatever you have in the car. Yeah. Right, so if you want to swing by and give us a shout. Yeah, it's, we'll it's come on your way to, to work or whatever. Yeah, fifty two forty one Calgary Trail. Pretty easy actually, um, to to get in. Mm-hmm. I think he just wandered in here. Um, Billy Idol celebrating a birthday today. William Broad is his actual name. And you know what?
0: I guess his age, first off. uh, 68. Nailed it. Did I? <laughs> yes. I wanted to say 70, but I was like, no, not
1: yet. 68 years <laughs> of age. Yeah. Um. You know what I like?
0: Hmm. I like his new stuff. It's actually not bad.
1: It's, yeah. it's actually pretty decent. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to kick off the show with one of his newer tunes. This is uh, this is called Cage. This gets us going this morning. On air, online, and on our app. Welcome to the locker room. I was a teenager in the 80s. So it, late it's teenager. what? Sorry, being a dick. Sorry. So I didn't hear what you said. I said late teenager. Late. Te- Do you understand his humor this morning? No. <laughs> you were older Is it be teenager. One of those Tuesdays. You were an older <laughs> two,
0: uh, teenager.
1: Right out of the gate.
0: Okay. Thanks. It's a Thursday, but sometimes Jimmy has a rough Tuesday. And- <laughs>
1: right off to the right off to the races. He's derailed this already. Yeah. <laughs> um. Rolling Stones just released a I'll try to get it back on track here. Rolling <laughs> Stones released a list of the 200 best songs of the 1980s. Okay. And when I looked at that list, I was like, oh, "Okay, there was there was some moments in my mind, I have this idea that everything that came out of the '80s was awful. Yeah, right. Music-wise, yeah, and and I know that goes that goes against a lot of people's views of the music of the '80s. And if you grew up in the '80s and you loved the music in the '80s, that the music is very subjective. We just
0: had a texter last week who was like, "I only listen to '80s hair metal." Like, That's it. Yeah. yeah. They were that, mad they were playing the Glorious Sons or something like so, that. And something. Like, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. And and so I get it. I, it's not for me. Like, it, it's a block of time. Music subjective. That yeah. I was like this, you know, outside of Toto. <laughs> Hold the line. So the list was interesting, and I went through the entire list, um, and there's everything in there, because... It was the it was the much music MTV era mm-hmm. where stuff got exposed to us not necessarily because it fit into a genre but because it had a look or
0: right? a music video that worked. And, yes, yeah.
1: right. So it was it was kind of a cool time culturally for 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 music yeah. for pop music in particular, right? Um, So what we're going to do this morning, we're going to do a quick little topic. We'll do it in the 6 a.m. hour. Your favorite 80s band or song? Now, we're going to jump right in into yours Mm -hmm. because it ties into... Our Food Bank Drive. But um, we'll get yours next. Okay, Grant? Okay. The locker room topic of the day. Good morning, Cruz. What's your name? Anthony. Anthony, what's your favorite 80s band or song? Um, the Cult. Okay, yeah, The Cult definitely had some moments. It's funny you brought that up because uh, yeah, they, they, had, they, they didn't have a good uh, outing when they opened up for Metallica. No way. <laughs> no, that would have been, I think I think a couple of people have been by. I think it was 1989 they were here at Rexall Place. Oh, uh, uh, so, really, What's your favorite cult song? Maybe we'll try to get that on. Love removal machine. Ooh,
2: done. <laughs> The Locker Room Topic of the Day.
1: Favorite 80s band or song, seven eight zero We'll do our best to squeeze a couple of tunes yeah. in before we get to the next hour. Uh, but we do have to play Jimmy's. Actually, we should find out. I bet Jimmy's is higher than mine. Well, I'm for sure it is. Jimmy is Mr. 80s. Yeah.
0: Like, this was where he peaked. Yeah. This
1: was his prime. Um, so, that, this is stuck stuck all there. I really... Watch or watched and listened to in the nineties or
0: eighties. And still today. We'll play oh, yeah.
1: we'll play his song coming up in a in a bit. Mine we're gonna play um towards the end of the hour. Yeah. But mine was one sixty six. Grant's was fifty I'm trying to. Do you, uh, I think Jimmy's was
0: go to the list and yeah. find out. Don't try to. It was guess. A, this was all a Rolling Kreskin. Stones, best 200 songs from the 80s. So yeah, yeah. Um, is what. His
1: Prince was number one. Yeah, uh. not Purple Rain. Not Purple okay. Rain. Yeah, okay.
0: Rolling Stones. Whatever.
1: Yeah, what well, they always do that though. These yeah. lists are an attempt to try to get
0: people talking. Right. Um, Jimmy's Mr. 80s. That was. I was telling you the story about the first time. I really ever met Jimmy was um, we were we just put the show together. We hadn't gone on air yet, but we were going to your house in St. Albert for a barbecue. So I picked him up in the hood. And I picked him up at the Den of sadness, and he gets in the car and he's talking to me about the show. And yeah. first of off, he tells me how he's going to be the funny guy on the show. That I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll bring and the so humor. You're... You guys, you guys don't worry about it. Yeah, Grant, you'll be the straight guy. <laughs> yeah, I got humor covered. <laughs> I'll do all the humor on the show. <laughs> um, and then he goes, I'm still the funniest. He goes, he started. He had just started listening to Cruz, and he's going, yeah, it's really great. I mean. All this my all music, my and I'm like, Yeah, no, like me too. Like, yeah, there's some you know, whatever they're playing. There's some Foo Fighters every once in a while. Yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, Yeah, there's some tunes. He's like, No, 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 this is <laughs> all my music. And it was like everything we play, yeah, was identical from like his playlist, it's, his it, podcast, or his like uh, iPod. His, it's like we took Jimmy's
1: iPod and threw it on the yeah. air. <laughs> yeah, very, very funny. The locker room topic of the day. Favorite 80s song or band, 780 989 And like I said, we'll try to get your tune on this morning. Got a little bit of room. Keep those stacks coming. This was Jimmy's. We found out what number he was. 76 on the list. Talk Dirty to Me, one of his favorite 80s tunes. The Locker Room Topic of the Day. All right, we're going to wrap up here with a couple of, t- well... We got we got a bit of room seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. But we'll play the the band that we got the most texts for this morning yeah. on the topic, which is your favorite '80s band or song. We'll play a song from the band we got the most. Mm-hmm. That's next. It might surprise you.
0: Surprised me. Yeah, me too. All Although right. I'm I'm always surprised by it. But this is mine. This was number oh, one sixty six. This is from the Suicide Squad movie.
1: Is it? Yeah. Yeah. All right, Jimmy. <laughs> Thanks for that. It's <laughs> Jim Carroll, People Who Died. <laughs>
2: Good morning, Cruz. Hey, Locke. Phil. This is him. You like
1: Pyromania? I remember that record, and I remember I had that album, and I remember uh, being a, a bit of a fan. It's one that Motley Crew, Def Leopard... I'm trying to remember sure. the 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 crew record that came out that I bought, and Guns N' Roses. I there was a moment where I was, I think, what it was, I was so anti '80s that I was trying my best to find something about. The '80s that I liked to 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 try to fit in. I've but since you, given up on that.
2: But what I like about the Pyromania, Death Leopard, last song on side B is Billy's got a gun, not Jamie's got a gun. Oh. Billy's got a gun. F-
1: Billy, eh?
2: Yeah, F- Billy, eh? <laughs> Pyromania, yeah. Good record, they play though. Play with fire and control it, right?
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. Good advice. Don't play with fire, Phil. Came out. You're listening to The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross,
2: Grant Johnson, and
1: James P. White. Did you tell the wife about the merch money? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> Rookie move. Did you t- did you tell the wife about the beer money? Um, I guess I shouldn't be making fun of Grant.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you did too. <laughs>
1: We do a reconciliation of our merch business a couple yeah. of times a year, and then I send the, the guys cash. Max' response is kind of funny. You mentioned it to me.
0: She's, she, I said, oh, well, we got this money from our merch. And she said, why? Went, no, you didn't. <laughs> People don't actually buy your merch. <laughs> they do.
1: It's like my daughters, when they found out that uh, our show was on like Spotify, they're like, yeah. what? You're not on Spotify. No,
0: you're not. <laughs> you haven't got a real show. <laughs> That's not a thing. Do you? They don't just allow you on Spotify. <laughs> we uh, we did we did quite well this year. It's been We got been our Spotify up. wrapped. Uh,
1: no, no, I'm talking about the uh, oh, our, our merch. merch. Yeah, yeah We, we got our
0: Spotify wrapped for our podcast, though. So. I don't know what that means. Me neither, I, but it shows that people are actually listening to it.
1: Well, yeah, <laughs> we have to. You have to remind
0: me to talk to the boss because yeah. they sent us numbers, and I don't know what the hell they mean, <laughs> right? But yeah, no merchandise. We we sold some merch. Um, thank you for buying shirts and everything else. I think it was the Black Friday sale that put us over the top. They put us over the top, yeah. maybe.
1: Yeah. Um, if you want, if you're ever looking for something specific, if you've heard us talk about it, I think what's happening now is we've talked about it so much that people realize it's not a joke anymore, Grant. Yeah. So they actually buy the stuff. Oh, there's actually and shirts. They're actually really comfortable shirts. They're, and they're it's great decent gift merch. ideas for the family because my entire family have at least some form of locker Actually, a lot of the money we made was because from Jimmy. of from Jimmy. Jimmy. Thank you, Jimmy. The <laughs> presents the Grant Report, brought to you by Battle Rattle Tactical Supplies, supplying the front lines since 2016. Now, Grant Johnson.
0: Well, it is the end of November, and it looks like if we get through the day today with none of that white stuff falling, we will have the first ever snow-free November in Edmonton history. You know, we've done a lot of great things in this city in its history we've won multiple Stanley Cups built the largest mall in the world but one thing we have never accomplished (laughs) is going an entire November with no snow on the ground I'm very conflicted about it because every winter I complain about winter I complain about the cold I complain about snow but I am really missing snow right now I think that's just because it's Christmas now it's the Christmas season and it's Really bizarre seeing blow ups of Santa Claus and Rudolph <laughs> sitting there on brown grass. Like there's something pretty depressing about that. I find it really hard to get into the Christmas spirit when my neighbor is using his weed whacker in November. <laughs> really puts a damper on the whole season. Um, all of this dry November weather is because of El Nino. You thought he was just a guy from Jimmy's wrestling crew, but no, El Nino also controls the weather, I guess. And the only way for us to have a white Christmas this year is for James White to put his spandex back on, just for men, his facial hair, and get into the ring to defeat El Nino. We need a white to give us a white Christmas. There it is. I just wrote your next wrestling skit, Jimmy. You're welcome. The Grant Report is brought to you by our merchandise. Yes, it is real, and it is comfy. Text us now to get your Make Wings Cheap Again hat or shirt. Welcome to the locker room.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, Dean Blundell once again joining us. We thought it would be a good idea this morning to get you on the program to help us with a campaign. And the campaign's important, Dean. It's... It's not just a selfish thing that we're dealing with here. This mm-hmm. is this is about bringing this country together. And with your help and mm-hmm. with the people from the East who you suggest are high, highly educated and better than the people in the West, you guys can make a difference and save this country. Unite us. us together. Unite us, yeah. Thank you, Grant. I mm-hmm. was looking for the right word.
2: McDonald's what can we has... What do for you today? What McDonald's, can the greatest province in Canada do for you today? It, it's brought back
1: the McRib. But the problem yeah. is, is it's, it's only, only in Ontario. And if you guys don't get off your asses and go buy it, we're not going to get it here in Edmonton.
2: Yeah. Well, let me say this, is that, uh, number one... Um, I was unaware that the McRib was back until I was listening to your show yesterday and um, couldn't that's all we talked about. really four hours <laughs> talking about a sandwich that's only being made at five locations in a province 2,000 miles away from you. So, I thought that was really good. That was great content. It was a good morning show. Yeah. Really had a great time. Yeah. Uh, second of all, your fascination with loose meat sandwiches <laughs> is duly noted. Okay? He I did. He brought to... this up with me
1: yesterday. Yeah. I don't know what it is. There's yeah. something about it. Yeah, because I love He's the right. Arby's? I love the yeah. Arby's.
2: I love the Donairs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Petas the and the Gyros. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah.
1: Don't All go to them. sleep on a Euro.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and the McRib. Yeah, so the McRib. it's, it's really. I know it is, but the McRib is a little bit different. And um, listen, I haven't had a McRib since I was six. I remember when you could get them for like, you get a a McRib family pack for $3.49. And I asked my dad what kind of meat it was. And he's like, don't worry about it, don't just eat
1: it. shut up and eat it
2: <laughs> that's always speculation why they
0: take it away is because they run out of the animal whatever yeah, animal yeah. it is <laughs> well
2: they took it away because someone tested it i think but anyway maybe they've come a long way yes um but you know what you're addicted to in that sandwich it's the sauce yeah it's got to be the sauce it's and the pickles in it like they've done a great job of the topic it's not the meat so you can kind of do anything you want with the meat my suggestion to you is if it the doesn't little work mm-hmm. okay, yes yeah, some onions yeah it's not bad um, and a big Kaiser, long Kaiser bun. Yeah. No one, no one it It's soft, nice Kaiser, and warm. Yeah, 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 yeah. But if we can, if we can just hit every single one of those McDonald's. Here in Ontario for you over the next couple of days, we'll do it because we love Alberta. Well, and the, lock see, is paying, I, paying I, what you think.
0: Yeah, Locke is paying
1: I too. Not paying. I don't know where the that. receipts.
2: That's worse than the Corey Perry
1: rumor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Brampton, there's three locations: Richmond Hill and Young Street. Yeah. The McDonald's there. There's a King City McDonald's. Um, and, and get out and, and buy this damn thing. Yeah. We've even thought about getting somebody like my daughter to go to McDonald's and ship this bad boy, buy a bunch and ship them across the country. We're not sure how they'll hold up on the, overnight on the plane, them. though. Oh, very
2: well. Very, very well. There are a few preservatives in that sandwich, I'm imagining. So I, I think you we could probably send it to you, like just regular yeah. delivery, snail mail. And you would get it, and you'd eat it, and you'd be like, Man, And they just pulled this off the grill. This is incredible. (laughs) Well, listen, we
1: really appreciate your time and attention to this matter. The the country's (laughs) divided, (laughs) and we need to do these types of things to bring us all together.
2: Yeah, I highly doubt we're getting together over the McRib, but I'll do my best, big guy. You guys have a wonderful show today. <laughs> there he is. Send is. one for
1: Terry. <laughs> Send one for Terry. <laughs> Dean Blundell, Cryer Media, Cryer.co. Thanks, brother. With Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Okay, we have a Celebrity Death Pool update. It's I, a big update. I, well, it is. I showed you my list of possibles, right? Because mm-hmm. I keep... I keep an email with, you know, if if anybody shows up in the news and they're not doing well, I, I, like, I jot them down. Yeah. And I had, who did I have on my list? I'll I'll get you to say it so it doesn't sound like I'm boasting. Henry Kissinger. And when that happened last night I was like I think I might have had Yeah. had him at one point but I've never pulled the pin and
0: grabbed him. We you've talked about him for years as a possibility and so I thought oh you must have had him at some point on your list but nope. nope. No one has ever chosen Henry Kissinger to die. No. Nope. Although that was a that'd be a good one cuz you don't really feel guilty about that one. No, no that
1: <laughs> one would have been That's why I had him on the list. Yeah. I had a tough time picking Matthew Perry even though yeah. my wife had said when she read the book last year she got it for Christmas. She said to me, she said, man, you should read this book. This guy shouldn't be alive. And I was uh, like, yeah, mental note. Put him down. You never I did him, choose him, but never, you put him on your possible. I never did. Um, right now, there's a couple of things happening in, in this world. Shannon Doherty,
0: she just announced that cancer has moved. This poor woman, what she's gone Brain through. cancer, breast cancer. Now oh. she's saying it's in her bones. Um, I That's awful. Do I have her in the death pool now? I think you do because you her took her from, her from Jimmy me. when he couldn't stop drinking. One of us, one of us has it. Um, yeah, have a double check on. Yeah, that. I got Shannon Doherty. I stole it, from, stole her from Jimmy because he was drinking at meat that one Wednesday. You know what is weird? <laughs> she dated
1: Matthew Perry. Oh, really? I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. I think they had like a quick little fling, a little romance. Yeah. I'm sure of it. I, I'm not... I'm I not... think
2: it was Luke Perry, not Matthew Perry.
1: No, I think Matthew Perry went out with her. I, I mean, I don't know if there's a way to verify. I don't parents. know why I th- I know that. <laughs> was it, wasn't Matthew Perry on 902106? That was no, Luke Perry. Perry. No, but a guest host. Didn't he pot... Like, wasn't he on the show for a cup of coffee? Like he did an episode or something 100 years ago before Friends? Anyway, we can know. move on. Um, and then the other news, oh, we just talked about Harry, Henry Kissinger. Mm-hmm. He passed
0: away. But also Shane McGowan got in this morning, and first thing I saw, oh, Shane McGowan died. And then I looked, it was a year ago. He was in hospital, and uh, you had chosen him way before, earlier than that. So you chose him in, like, round eight of the celebrity, like... A long time ago. You so. know
1: what? I think I picked him just before he turned 60. Yeah. Because we
0: have an under 60 thing with our celebrity death pool. And he died uh, last night at 65. So that means you get an extra pick today because you the last, were the last one, have one them. to have him. All right. They were good friends. They never dated. Okay. All right. I thought maybe they might have. Shane McGowan, the Pogues. Yeah. Yeah. He uh, um Sick for a long time. <laughs> I'm going to go with Ozzy. Ozzy Osbourne going to pull the pin. That's uh, another one we keep talking about, talking about, talking about. Cause... I
1: don't want to pick Ozzy because yeah. I, I love Ozzy. Yeah, you're a horrible person. But you know what? The reason I'll tell you why I'm picking him. Um, because you're going to win this next round, and I'm going to end up doing 100 push-ups for a month.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> I've been holding on to Jimmy, Jimmy Carter. Yeah, Jimmy a Carter. Long time now. Yeah, anyway. Um, are you guys cool if I play some Pogues? Yes. In honor of
1: Shane McGowan. This hands down is my favorite Pogues tune. Fairy Tale of New York. It's a close second, and it's a Christmas song. I almost played that one, but it's not December yet, so we're not doing that. This one I can, I can wrap my head around this one this morning. No Rest face piano. Shape. No, I'm not going to play face piano over this. Well, I'm- Another moment with Dr. Locke. Today we're talking about your penis. <laughs> a couple of things. One, this is kind of a Mythbuster episode of Doctor. Okay. Locke. Okay. Mythbusters. I love that show. And I'm kind of at that point in my age where I'm paying attention to this kind of stuff, yeah. right? You're worried about your Peter. Um there's a decrease of sensitivity in your with age true that's true okay yes L- little buddy
0: starts to lose some feeling hey yep
1: sperm count and quality do indeed
0: fail with age yeah okay. don't tell that to mcjager <laughs> or al pacino <laughs> oh yeah many people believe ed is
1: easily fixed with a pill This is not always the case, and from what I was reading, you should make sure you go out of your way to talk to your doctor before you start taking that pill. Not a good idea to do that recreationally. Hmm. If you've got a problem getting the old ground squirrel working, Yeah, yeah, make sure you talk to a doctor. It might not be a pill fix, okay? Okay. Just about every man over the age of 85 has ED. Really? Yeah. They're saying just about. And if you're over the age of 85 and that thing is still firing on all cylinders, you are one of a very select few men on the planet. Huh. Um, I want to wrap up with this one because I know there's a lot of people out there that, that listen to Joe... And you know, Joe Rogan. they've ordered the ice bath for Christmas. Yes, and yeah. yeah. They're, they're that group, right? They're probably planning a bow hunting trip. Yeah. Right. If you have a decrease in testosterone levels, it's not because of age. They do say that it does slip over time. But not drastically. Really? I assume that was just an age thing. N- no, it's it it, it is, but they're saying that if you women's hormones fluctuate way more than men's. Yeah. From the article that oh, I was yeah. reading, Grant. But they were saying that if you're in a situation where your testosterone is really low, it's probably because of chronic illness. Like diabetes, obesity, and right. heart disease. Those are the three of them. But there's other things, too, that can impact it. And just because you're getting older doesn't mean you need to start popping the Arnolds. Right. Right? They're, they're, they're saying that that's a pretty dangerous thing to start doing. Huh.
0: Um, there are so you're ways, talking about, like testosterone replacement therapy, and yes, stuff. yeah,
1: yes, and that's a big conversation right now. And I think a lot of it is because of the well. Joe Rogan makes it
0: sound like everyone over the age of fifty should start getting TRT. Yeah, yeah,
1: and, and it, it's. I don't think it's a good idea. They're
0: saying there might be other things that you could change. Exactly. Mm. Yes,
1: you can do some of this with diet, right? And yeah, I don't want my head to look like Joe Rogan's head. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little puffy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> seems to be some issues there in your case it might be an improvement
0: <laughs> where's the whistle he's been waiting for that yeah. he's been sitting him.
1: <whistles> all
0: right from the harvard media news center the locker room news The federal conservatives are accusing the liberals of caving to Google after it was announced yesterday that they had reached an agreement where Google will spend a maximum of $100 million a year to compensate Canadian news outlets for using their content. This goes back to Bill C-18 where Google and Facebook Meta um, blocked Canadian news, right? Um, Google reached a deal yesterday to continue sharing it. Google had threatened to block Canadian news when Bill C18 comes into effect next month so and they think that the meta th- that'll also
1: like sort of fall
0: well Trudeau the- kind of came out and said like hey let's make a deal now meta and meta said no they're still not they said the only way we can do this because it's I don't know something to do with because they're not taking the content and posting it like Google is finding it and posting it for you but it's like you and I posting it on Facebook, so they're the like, tough, we're not responsible for that. I don't know.
1: The tough part about this conversation, and and I've said this before, and it's it's why we've sort of stayed away from it, because it's big time inside baseball, but Bill C-18 is is quite involved. There's a lot to it. Yeah. There's a lot to it, and it's typical of the liberal government where it's an overreach. They are trying to regulate the internet, which I think is... I do not want that government doing that. Uh, I mean, whenever they get involved in anything, they make a mess of it.
0: It made me laugh that they were... The conservatives are saying you could have you guys caved when they were the one. They were so against the bill, and now they're like, you could have got more money out of them. (laughs) The The thing thing about it too
1: is, I mean, there's always politics in it. But the other issue is, is that it's being presented to the Canadian public as this attempt to we're going to make the big guys outside of Canada pay, and that's not what this is. We're going to make them invest in local Canadian news. If you look at it, if you really start to look. And and uh, and look under the hood of Bill C eighteen, um, they are attempting to control speech on the internet, and I am very worried about that government. This government deciding that that's what they should be doing. Stay I, off I, my internet. True. And then the other thing is, here's the other thing. Anybody in our business that thinks that this chunk of money is going to somehow benefit the everyday average joe mm-hmm. that reads news on, on tv or radio or i've got a news podcast no, no. i said it to dean yesterday when we talked it's going about to it to bell it's going to rogers it's yeah i said you it, if you think any of this money is actually going to benefit the the average daily citizen here in canada that's that somehow has ties to traditional media you have a better chance of a unicorn flying out of your ass and being your best friend <laughs> Uh, have you noticed,
0: like, since they stopped sharing... all
1: this money sharing, just go right into the hands of big
0: business? Have you, uh, since they stopped sharing news on Facebook and Instagram, have you noticed it? I haven't really. No, I, and that's why the first the, off, the, like the first week, maybe, but now I don't even think about it. Well, and Grant, that's why no one is up in arms
1: about this bill C eighteen, yeah. and they should be. People should be very concerned about this thing being passed. The other thing I will say is that this is one of those. This is money that gets gets filtered into the hands of people, and there's backdoor deals, and there's like, oh yeah, great working with you, and then there's a there, you know, someone buys a vacation home in the Caribbean. It's it's all it's all crooked, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, it's all we're all being screwed. Sorry, it's not Monday. It's not bend over Mondays, but I needed to get that out of my off my chest.
0: Sometimes you can't control this, right? Yeah. All the news can't come out on a Monday. take it Thursday. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> wrong.
3: Locker Room.
1: If I play that, people know that what that is, eh?
0: Diners, drive-ins, and uh, dives. All right, we're Guy going Fieri. to Flavortown. <laughs> The mayor of Flavortown. <laughs> uh,
1: is he. This is a serious question because he keeps like stroking these massive
0: contracts. He just wrote another three year, hundred million dollar contract with the Food Network. Is he any good? Like, I, I, I'm, I'm not trying to be a jerk. I like watching them. Do you? Okay. And I don't like watching the Food Network. I don't watch okay. cooking shows. I don't watch Gordon Ramsay, but I will watch. Guy Fieray fier- He's fun. <laughs> he really loves food. <laughs> okay. he's also has- like, um during COVID, when everyone was fighting online and complaining, he was quietly fundraising like millions of dollars for restaurants and stuff to stay open and helping oh. people out. Like, okay, so he's a good guy. He's too? a good guy. Okay, I don't know um, him well. The whole bleached hair goatee thing, like is really an image that he did for laughs at first, and then it stuck and kind of became his thing. Are those um, golf, you know those golf visors with the yeah. hair built in? We had a
1: co-worker that had one when he golfed.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Is that
0: based on him? It might be. I They Definitely look like his hair, <laughs> and Definitely. they usually have flames on them. But like I've seen them, the the Food Network
1: is on in my house occasionally, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I I've never really thought, oh, there's a guy that we need to throw buckets and buckets of money at, um, and he's also franchised the hell out of himself. There's restaurants all over the United States
0: with his name on it, right? Well, if he goes to your restaurant too, like your restaurant's going to do really well. He okay. put up a little sign in there, as featured on Diver. Um, and
1: and he's done
0: He's done some Canadian ones,
2: yeah. too. Well, he's he? been
0: to Toronto.
1: Okay. He's been to Vancouver. I think he was even at a restaurant in Calgary in one episode. Every like time I see these deals, I'm like, what what
0: is he doing? Like, that is so extraordinary. He's taking you to Flavortown. <laughs> um, they said in 2020... So just that one year, he accounted for $230 million in Food Network revenue. So he's making them a lot of money. All right. Okay. Yeah. I uh, uh, Maybe
1: I'll start paying more attention. <laughs> maybe I'll go to Flavortown. <laughs> on air, online, and on our app. Welcome to the Locker Room. Very heavy music conversation this morning. In the six. we were talking yeah. about our favorite 80s bands. Um and, and I got to preface this conversation quickly with my playlist in the last I'd say 10 years has has shifted. I have kind of I've gravitated and I am now dipping my toe into country yeah. waters.
0: Um but I don't Not pop country though. No.
1: Good no, country no, like
0: <laughs> Colter Wall, Tyler Childress, Zach Bryan was your number one artist on your Spotify. Right? Yeah, I,
1: I've, I've discovered him this year, and I'm a, I'm
0: a huge fan. But
1: technically speaking, Grant, still kind of country, even though Tyler Childress and Zach Bryan are actually on Spotify classified as rock acts. Yeah,
0: it's and, that Americana. Yeah, uh,
1: what's his name? Johnny Cash, he's country, but he's also a heart in The Rock, too, though. No. It's a
0: new kind of... The, the, I don't it's know, kind of these, folky, kind of bluesy. Yeah. These guys, like Marcus King is someone that I listen to a lot. Sound like I'm trying Simmer. to make an
1: excuse for listening to it, but...
0: <laughs> well, what? my whole Spotify rap was sad cowboy music, to be honest with you, so... Yeah. Zach Bryan was my number one. Tyler Childers is number two. I think Coulter Wall was number three. Yeah, I, I do I do I listen have the to Black Keys in there, but
1: yeah. <laughs> well, and I I listen to like my playlist would probably surprise a lot of people, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I I do listen to Tool. I'll put Pearl Jam on. Yeah, I can sit. I can have a, an ACDC record going in the background. I'll I'll listen to Led Zeppelin. I'll listen to Exile on Main
0: Street yeah, from the my, Stones. My on uh, my thing, it was like you have listened to two thousand different artists this year. I think mine was 1800 or yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's like crazy. We're all over the map. Variety.
1: Mine's 80s. Variety uh, 80s rocks, rock. some might say. My yeah. daughter is very specific, though. She
0: likes the old woohoo country. I was laughing because she posted your, her Spotify, and I was like... Yeah, she's a party girl. She likes the... She goes to these shows, Let's too. do some Jello shots and go <laughs> see Morgan Wallen. Get my lime green cowboy hat on, and away we go. So her number one was Morgan Wallen, who is probably my most hated artist.
1: See, I don't know this kid, like, he is at, at all. Like, I have no idea who
0: he is. He's a tool. Uh, He's a tool. Uh, very right? handy. He was supposed to play on SNL, and then he, there was a video of him using some racial slurs. Oh, okay. It's, uh, it's that guy? That him, yeah. Uh, remember, he was canceled in, off of SNL, and then Jack White filled in. So that's him, And this song makes me mad because Jason Isbell is one of my favorite artists, and I love Jason Isbell. This is him covering Jason Isbell poorly. I would love to be in a in a in a quiet room with Jason Isbell when this comes on. And Jason Isbell hates Morgan. Rolland. Really? Does he?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: If you're listening right now, and you're like, I like this tune, go listen to Jason Isbell sing it, please.
1: Anyway, that was my daughter's number one artist. By the way, I already cleared it with her. um, We can make fun of her. We can make fun of her. She blamed you, right? She blamed me because you you moved me to Alberta.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But all you played is rock music. You only worked and at Ross stations her number
0: two, is Luke Combs. Oh,
1: and I got so mad at her when she was trying to tell me that I would love this song, and she sent it to me. And I'm like, This is a Tracy Chapman song. <laughs> this is not This is not Luke. Yeah, is he the big guy? He's that, the big guy that with the played tattoos Commonwealth. on his face.
0: Uh, no, that's Jelly Roll. Okay. Luke Combs is a big guy, but he's. he's not nah, it doesn't have tattoos. But he. Uh, this is a horrible He cover. played Commonwealth this summer. He, this is awful.
2: Me, myself, I got nothing to prove. It
0: was like the number one song in world too. was it yeah at one point yeah my daughter over listened to this
2: I yeah, she, to her, she's I, listened to
1: the tracy chapman one though well, right? I, I sent that back to her i said this is the song this listen to this anyway it, he he didn't stray too far from the from the rails on that one when he was covering it yeah so anyway if you haven't checked out your, your spotify it's kind of cool what they do I like what they do with yeah, the, where they show you how, what your sometimes listening pattern is. That's
0: embarrassing. Um, but, yeah. Um, the, so the Edmonton stats, will do quickly. Edmonton's top artists in 2023, number five, 21 Savage. Don't know who that is. I don't know who number that is. Number four was Morgan Wallen. Morgan Wallen had the number one song um, last night, but fourth for artist. The weekend at number three, Drake at number two, number one, Taylor Swift. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's yeah.
1: Well, the one thing that I I realized when I um when I raised the kids in Saint Albert is that that suburb is full of young gangsters. Well,
0: They love Twenty One Savage. Well, and they love the yeah. the rap. He's rock. probably number one for your son-in-law.
1: <laughs> My son-in-law
3: <laughs> is is <laughs> <he's laughs> probably writing raps right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we were—he's practicing spitting rhymes. We were working. At, we were working in your yard. yard. I remember and he pulled hear- up in the car with rap going. I remember making fun of him when when, he, when they're in Toronto now. Yeah. But uh, he'd be around the house and he'd be listening to that. And I'm, I'd I'd look at him and I'd go, "You know, you're like the whitest kid <laughs> I've ever seen around this house. What is this? Yeah, yeah. The locker room only on Chris. All right, we have an update on this story out of Chicago with Corey Perry. So he cleared waivers and again, I don't want to sports donkey it too much, but that means that no one picked him up. So his contract Mm -hmm. is effectively terminated. A couple of things that have come out about that. One is whatever he did, the players' union didn't feel like they should or needed
0: to step in to help the guy out. Because even when Evander Kane's contract was voided, the NHLPA kind of filed a grievance on his behalf. Like they, yeah. they helped him out where that's not happening. nobody is here. Yeah. Now,
1: um, you can have a conversation about the... About the hypocrisy, because this is the Chicago Blackhawks who don't have a very good
0: reputation. No, they covered up a, a horrible... Events. In no, the past and, and there's other things yeah. too. But
1: um, and and then the rumor got out, and I remember when we first heard the rumor. It's it's a quite entertaining rumor. Was we don't need to get into the details of it, but immediately people were like, "There's no there's no basis mm-hmm. for it." But for me, when I when I hear stuff like that, I'm always okay. Well, who's creative enough to come up with something like that?
0: Where it came from? Somebody said if an NHS Scheller DM'd me, told me this is what happened and it was like the quieter the Blackhawks were about it, the more likely it seemed. Oh, seems. and they handled it so poorly. They handled it so poorly, so you know, I think somebody's mom got banged. I don't did, know. <laughs> Jimmy, did you get that person in the draw?
2: You
0: uh, uh, no, didn't, know, didn't well, have time. Jimmy, we just got a food bank donation.
1: Tell them to text the show so we get I their yeah, information. Okay.
0: All right. So thank you for your donation there. Yeah, yeah. Corey Perry, and now, um, so there are things coming out saying, like, no, he didn't hook up with anyone's mom, but uh, what I read, um, Frank Cervalli kind of wrote that something happened on a team trip to Columbus, With a team employee, which led to Corey Perry being pulled from the game. Um, They're unsure what it was, but it was something... It was a team function. It was uh, corporate partners were there. Yeah. Team employees were there. And they're saying likely an alcohol-fueled incident involving Perry.
1: Now, here's the other thing. If... If this is something that has happened in the past, yeah. he's not gonna get a free pass. No. Right. So my guess is that they've had they've had issues with him before. Yeah. Right? That this isn't the first time that he um, did something stupid, booze related, you know, drug related in front of a group of people he shouldn't have been doing it in front of. That's my guess on the whole thing. Yeah. I you know what I the thing is about this. The security, or like the the quietness behind it, and trying to keep up makes it worse. It makes it so much worse.
0: Come out and tell us what the true story is. We'll stop speculating. Now I'm sure Bedard's probably embarrassed. Oh my! You got your star player. Poor kid. You got your star player embarrassed. He doesn't want to face the media now. Word is now too that he is not happy with a
1: couple of like a number of things with that organization. Think so, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what his contract looks like, but yeah, he's not he's not pleased. Anyway. I still think he slept with Connor. Bedard's mom. It's more mom. fun
0: to think of it that way. <laughs> <laughs> anyway.
1: We can move on. That's the latest yeah. on this this whole story. <laughs> the Corey Barrett thing. What this story. I don't think he's getting a gig. Yeah. This is, this is it, hey? So he did something, and this is different than the Kane thing. Hmm. Cause uh, yeah, cause no one picked him up. Like he's not getting a sniff at all. Yeah, and and they were like, we're walking away from this this Joker's contract. He's a pretty productive. Player, we're too, waving still. him. He's a point, like almost a point a game kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah. This might be hard to explain to the family. It's The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. All right, we have a guest in studio, Rob Vavrick, uh from Torque Raceway. We're here not to talk about racing right now. We're here to talk about the Canadian Tire Magic of Lights, which launched last week.
3: Last Thursday. Last Thursday. This yeah, is... I went
0: to it last Thursday. It was uh, awesome. It was, it was so good, yeah. Yeah,
3: I mean, go right through till January 6th. I was going to say, this is a
1: tradition. Here in Edmonton, that I don't think gets enough credit. Like everybody, the families do this. We wait for all our family to come home, and then we all pile in a car and we head down and we grab a hot chocolate and yeah. and we go through <laughs> and tune in the in the Christmas music. It's a good night. It's a great night.
3: It is a is seventh annual, um, and a lot of families are doing it as a tradition uh, every year. It's their holiday outing. Uh, large groups, um, you name it, corporations. We've got all. Kinds kinds of stuff going out there cuz not only is it per carload but limos buses we sell all those passes as well and the best thing is you're supporting a number of charities so immediately a portion of proceeds from every ticket goes to Canadian Tire Jumpstart and Santa's Anonymous awesome and then we also have um, Double drive toy Tuesdays. You come with a toy on Tuesdays. You get okay. to go through the lights twice. And trust me, I've been through the lights many times, but I always see something different every time I go through. So it's it's pretty cool uh, to go through it a second time. And then finally, Sundays, stuff a bus Sundays with diversified transportation. Bring a food uh, bank uh, donation, and you get $5 off your gated admission. Nice, nice.
0: I like to do it twice. Once slow, and then the second time just as fast as I can. <laughs> yeah. See how fast I can do the That's track. Uh, well, uh, we don't
1: encourage that. <laughs> <laughs> Can't encourage that here. Um, well, it's great. It's a, it's an excellent thing to do for charity as well, and 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 uh, all those charities you mentioned are, um, well, they desperately need any and all support this year. So, appreciate you coming down again. Um, where should we send people, Vav, to get information about um, the Canadian Tire Magic of Lights?
3: Yeah, tickets, uh, information, more uh, you know, intricate details about. You know, all of our initiatives, the displays, everything is at our re- our website, radraceway.com. we got a dedicated Magic of Lights page on there. Perfect. You know, just a couple of tidbits. Uh, over 2 million LED lights. Uh, there's 20 kilometers of light cords. Uh, it takes us about seven weeks to set it up. Wow. Um, and it's 2.7 kilometers full of uh, awesome light displays and animations. So it's pretty cool.
1: When we talked with you last year, we talked about the fact that you guys have actually been updating it a bit as well, like fixing some burnt out lights and, and adding to the displays and things like that. So you'll see new stuff because you guys are paying attention to it and making sure that it's, you know, up to snuff. Absolutely. Right?
3: Every year, at least 30% of the entire display is freshened. So it's different wow. every year, 30%. And of course, even some of the other ones are reconfigured. So where you used to see the dinosaurs, there's different dinosaurs now, life size, <laughs> the backflipping Santa, you know, the 32 foot Waving Barbie, a Bigfoot monster truck. Um, uh, so there's a little bit of something for everyone, and of course, there's traditional stuff too, with yeah. your Wonderland, and then the light tunnels. Everyone, loves I like the, the light tunnels. Yeah, the light yeah.
0: tunnels are the best. Yeah, that's when you do your best Instagramming. Exactly, get <laughs> camera ready. There he is uh,
1: yeah. again. Thanks for coming down, Bab. Check it out: Canadian Tire Magic of Lights at Rad Torque Raceway. Again, this is an annual tradition for many, and if you, if your family hasn't done this yet, you might want to look into it this year. Thanks again. Thanks, guys. You've been listening. To the Locker Room Podcast. Just be grateful they don't have real jobs.
3: Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.